We welcome you back to the Two Guys Named Chris show. Lisa Lanier is our official attorney in this program. She joins us every week at this time for something we call Lawyer Up. And we have a docket in front of her full of cases that she will solve. And I'm fascinated by many of them today. Hello, Lisa Lanier. How are you? I'm fantastic. I hope you guys are. Doing very well, thanks. We talked about this just yesterday. Now, we have perfected this here on our program. We have something called the Ultimate P1 Club. And what you do there is you sign up. You can get all sorts of extras. Hear the put-up-or-shut-up rock and roll trivia game in its entirety every day. Complete shows. Complete shows. Uh, Shows from years ago. Exactly. And here's what we've done. We've made it so you can sign in and pay a small fee every month. And then when you look for the button to sign out, there's not one. (laughs) okay you can never withdraw and that was our grand design when people said how do i get out of it we said huh wouldn't you like to say nothing about getting out (laughs) they had to get in well it looks like amazon.com has uh copied us adopted it if you will the ftc if you believe the government and if yes if you trust that the ftc says they have tricked people into signing up for amazon prime and when you get in you cannot get out. No, we kept the government out of it. No getting out. Amazon not smart enough. Okay. Now, uh, Biggie says Amazon looks at that and laughs. They're so big. It's such a billion-dollar company, more than a billion dollars probably. What are your thoughts, Lisa Lanier, on Amazon.com versus the government? So, you know, I think they uh, they definitely have probably their biggest exposure here of any that they have faced. You know, they just settled with the FTC for $30 million dollars. For I think it's their uh, ring cameras, uh, particularly uh, listening to children mm-hmm. in a manner that violated the law, and um, they they've settled right up with that. This is a bigger I think a bigger exposure because this this practice that they engage in, where uh, they are allegedly tricking people into signing up for Prime and then making it impossible to get out of it. It, it amounts to twenty five billion dollars in revenue annually just from that. Wow. So, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you're talking about a lot of exposure there. So, and I think that there, you know, there's, there's probably, I mean, there's definitely probable cause here. The FTC, uh, they don't just have a prosecutor who gets to decide, hey, I want to go prosecute these people. They actually have a committee that analyzes the matter first and then recommends whether to prosecute or not. And it was unanimous. They said, go after these people. They're, mm-hmm. they're doing something really wrong here. And even even Amazon, back in April, they conceded to the FTC that they needed to revamp their cancellation process, and they did, but it still takes five clicks to six clicks, depending on whether you're on a desktop or mobile, of all these levels to go through to try to get out of it. The FTC says you didn't do enough, so we're coming after you. And uh, I think they have some real exposure here. Oh yeah, I think you're probably right. I didn't, I didn't realize you were going to say it that way though. And Biggie has a comment about Amazon. Well, I just thought it was cute the way you were like. I think they're a billion dollar company, <laughs> <laughs> and they make oh, no. sixteen billion just from this. Did I? Yeah, yeah. I sat it out of touch. Just, yeah, just from memberships yeah. in Prime. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah. even Amazon internally, they call the process. You know, like you were talking about. You know, we devised this way that you can't get out of this. They call the process of getting out of the prime membership, the Iliad, referring to, <laughs> you know, referring to the, the 24 book the books. poem. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That nobody understands. That, yeah. Nobody understands. Right. It's in Greek. That's interesting. Yeah. Now, I said this, we talked about this yesterday. I said this. Could the FTC, could the government ever say, okay, we're getting so much into online shopping now. Could, could you be required to say on, on your homepage, 
here's a button. If you'd like to withdraw your membership, here it is. You know, so it's real easy to find. Could they make them make it way easier to stop being a member of Amazon Prime? Yeah, that's that's definitely there's two things that they want to do. You know, first of all, they're using this design pattern to trick. They call it dark patterns. And the government is really cracking down on dark patterns because consumers don't realize what they're agreeing to when they when they get into these dark pattern designs. So they're cracking down on that. And then they're also wanting it to be very easy to withdraw your membership. Right. And so those are the two goals here. And, and, you know, the other thing I brought up was if you're, if you've got something that renews every single year, it would be nice. And I don't know if the government ever get into this, but let's say you're on some sort of platform where every year you get a renewal and it costs you $200. It'd be nice like a month or six weeks ahead of time saying, Hey, we're going to renew it. Do you want to, and give you several email chances to get out of it before they just charge you. Will they ever stop yeah. things like that? You know, there hasn't been any movement to do that, but yeah, I mean, it would be a great idea. We all get suckered into that kind of stuff. I buy an app, you know, for my kids' homework or something. It's you don't need it the next year because they're moved on to a different subject. And then, you know, a year comes along, you get thirty nine ninety five charged on your iTunes. Right. You don't even realize they're doing it. Exactly. And you don't. Right. And then you see it, and you're like, wait a minute. And then it's too late, you know, and then you've paid them $40. Yeah. Exactly. The app or the website would say, look, you bear a little responsibility as the Yeah, you're right. I mean, consumer. it's true. There's yeah. no question about that. Hear more about this on my podcast, Dark Patterns. <laughs> <laughs> and remember, Prime Day is right around the corner. Yes. Yes. <laughs> July. I like that for a podcast. Dark Patterns. Dark Patterns. <laughs> Dark Patterns. That's I know it's really helpful. good. It's a I great love, phrase. I love that. Let's get to this fishing tournament. I'm up in arms about this thing. Uh, a group that finished second in Beaufort, North Carolina, Moorhead City, at the Big Rock Fishing Tournament, has taken on legal counsel because they disagree with a ruling. We have a rules official. What happened was they fought a fish for hours, got it in the boat, it weighed more than any other fish that was caught that day and would have won them thousands and thousands of dollars. Three mil, right? Yeah, it was a huge purse. Yeah. And so the rules official came over and said, oh, sorry, this fish has been bitten by a shark before. This is one of the guys in charge who says it had a couple of hunks. And unfortunately, in this situation, um, Randy Gregory, uh, our longtime waymaster and biologist, brought our attention there was two visible visible spots, a place on the tail that you could see where something had bitten it, and then also a chunk that was probably 10 inches to 7 inches that was taken out right above its uh, anal fin. Let's talk about the anal fin of this fish, Lisa Lanier. Let's bring it up. Please. We're all adults here. Let's talk about it. Uh, I think that these this group here, because they say that the rulings are oftentimes subjective and you get different rulings different times. Do they have any legal recourse here, or is the ruling of the official, it's over? Well, when you have a contest like this and you you know, you know get people to pay money to, to participate and you're going to give away money, you do have to uniformly apply the rules that you've said you're going to apply. And, um, and so they do have an argument if, if their allegation is true that in years past, fish like this have not been questioned. Mm -hmm. They say... That in 2019, the winner had heavy damage, worse than this. And so, you know, and they also say that, that this is not actually an IGFA tournament. So it's not really appropriate to apply those rules, but they have applied those rules, but they don't do it consistently is what these guys are saying. So what's going to happen is the, the rules when you enter this tournament 
state, you agree that you will mediate any disputes. So they're going to go to mediation. And then if it can't be resolved, it's going to go to an arbitration. So there's a strong likelihood that at the mediation, it will be resolved, but for a lesser amount. That's generally how it goes. It's usually mediation, something like 80 to 90% of cases resolve at mediation. You get a good mediator in there. It gets the parties to compromise. And when they compromise, you know, nobody gets the full value of what they went in there to get. Everybody has to kind of give and take a little bit. That's a likely outcome. So maybe they will settle for a lesser amount because there's another winner who was declared, right? Of course. Um, Yeah. Yeah. yeah, When they were DQ'd. So you're going to have that person vying for some money. So it may be that they end up like splitting it or something of that nature. Interesting. So they do have a possibility and they do have a chance. Yeah. Okay. I'm kind of glad to hear that. Uh, If, I just feel for these guys. You know, you fight a fish for six hours, and because it had a hunk taken out of its tail. And you don't know it until you see it. Of yeah. course. You never oh. would know, and it's a 600 pounds, like a couple hundred pounds more than what eventually was declared the winner, the second-place fish. So I'm sort of hoping for them. Although we had a call 20 minutes ago saying that the, the rules official would have surreptitiously been cheering for that boat because he designed that boat and he was so honest and had such integrity, he called it out. Oh, anyway. The winning boat was what? Sensation? The yep. second place? Yep. At first was sushi, which was declared the winner. That's sushi. right. Sushi was the winner. So <laughs> sensation is what the rules of it. He had designed that boat, and he's and he yet still had the integrity to say no. That's a rules violation. Is that a conflict a little bit? Seemed to be. Yeah, I was thinking I want about to stay that. Stay away from that. Yeah, you'd think you'd get somebody who hadn't designed the boat, you know, to be the rules official. Try to patch the fish. Yeah, patch it. Put a <laughs> put a hunk back in. You it. did that when you took a bite out of something once. I have tried to patch things before. You was take Neil's sandwich. Neil's yeah. sandwich. <laughs> took a bite of Neil's sandwich and then tried to <laughs> yeah cut it and trim it. What's the statute of limitations on a ham sandwich left in a fridge, Lisa? Because what I did, Neil left a sandwich in there. This was 20 years ago, and it was uh, cut on the diagonal. Six inch or 12 inch? This was a this was like a, a fairly large rectangular but, but cut down Standard bread. Yeah, standard oh, okay. bread from a deli. Uh-huh. And it didn't have Neil's name on it, <laughs> but I opened it up. Didn't have your name on it. Didn't have my name, and I took a big hunk out of it, <laughs> then closed it, and there it said... Keep your greasy hands off my sandwich. This is Neil's sandwich. I was like, oh, gosh, uh, Neil did have his name. So I tried to cut it and make it look like it still fit together. With the sporks that we had in the break room? Really a bad. <laughs> <laughs> Neil could be prickly. Now, Neil was moody. I liked him, but yeah. he could be moody. Yeah. And he was in a bad mood. He ate the guy's sandwich. I mean, yeah. yeah. I did. Now, Chris Tim was here. How long do you think Neil was in a bad mood after he found that sandwich? Six, seven years. <laughs> <laughs> that was my timeline also that sandwich had been mutilated <laughs> yes yes that sandwich looked like that fish when they dug yeah. it <laughs> and i fought with it for six hours you, you bit right along the anal <laughs> fence <laughs> the sandwich. it was the anal fin special down in cincy's and i got I it the anal fin you know oh yeah a good sandwich though poor but neil whose, whose picture goes up next year if they mediate right yeah. they split it you gotta split a they picture split the fish. That, you're right they are doing that they're trying to that's interesting to hear how you ruled on that